that being said, it's not about anything too deep. I just thought, what are the three major events in life? You know, birth, life, and death. Let's write about those. <laughs> Get that snap going. Give me the snap. Stereo snap. I was born by the ocean in a place I never called my own. I was warm, I was open, but I was love, yeah, I was light. I was home. Say I got to know where we going. When our time in the sun is through, but did I do something right? Said, did you change the life? Yeah, were you just a face passing through? mother-in-law of mine when I read this. In my life, well I've been hopeful to see the changes of the seasons on and on. I've been down, I've been uplifted, said I've been wrong, yeah I've been right, well I've been around, said I got to know. sun is through but did I do something right said did I change your life yeah were we just a fake passing through so that's birth and life right there right I'll wrap you up with the last one when I die <laughs> will you be lonely be filled with all the time we've been through. Is it hell? Is it heaven? Just the end, yeah, just to pray for well, I want the truth. Said I got to know. What it does. It is your host, Sunday, Sun Diesel, Son of the Sun, Son of Man, Son of God, deeply embedded in the flesh. And this is the podcast, Tell Me the Truth, coming at y'all. I want to send out an apology because I know I have not been pumping them out every Monday like I said I was going to do, but y'all know I got a job, family, kids, wife, everything. So sometimes you can pump them out, sometimes you can't. But uh, the reality is that we back at them. I got this one here that I did. I got another one in the books. 
you know, Skin Tight just hit me last night at midnight saying that he want, he was ready to drop another one. So we got more stuff coming up for you. And as always, if you want to be a guest, hit me up. How do you do that? Come to the website, www.tellmethetruth-podcast.com. You can get me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, all that shit, man. Anything you want to get on, I got all the links. Matter of fact, I'm here right now. Let me go to the. Let me go down here and tell you what all the links is that we got. Let me mute these other tracks too. Let me show you all the links that we got. We got um. We got Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Google Plus, YouTube, probably some Tumblr in there too. So hit us up if you want to be a guest because we open to everybody. You know, and we can do it over the internet, Skype, phone call, however you want to do it, Facebook, phone call. Whatever. Hit me up if you got something to talk about. Um, other than that, um, you know, we was promoting the Sky High thing, but I don't know if they're still doing it. So if they're still doing it, check them out. Uh, man, I was just at work the other day and my supervisor was like, hey, I seen Raw 6 got a new video. And I was like, who? And he's like, Raw 6. And I was like, oh, you mean Raw 6? I'm like, how do you know about him? He's like, I heard him on your podcast. So, you know, we was doing a little something out here. So, as you know, we back at it, and like I said, I'm going to try to keep it going, but I'm not going to make the intro too long. So, um, today, I got a pretty good one. Uh, some of y'all may know I was in a band called Monkey Striking Matches, which is, you know, how I know Skin Tight, Joe, Frank, Dan, you know, all the click. And uh, Frank is and was our bass player. So, man, we haven't talked in years, but it's weird. Because when you're truly friends and somebody is really in your heart, man, you can go 20 years without seeing them and you seeing them and it was like yesterday. So it was it was beautiful talking to him. I really enjoyed his company. And we're going to try to do some more jam cast coming up where we jam and talk because I think that a little be a little more entertaining and stuff. You can tell I haven't done this in a while. I'm talking fast. Um, but at any rate, this episode is called After the Rain. It's with my man, Frank. And we just kind of get up and talk about life, what's going on. Um, you know, since we have stopped performing regularly as a band, all of us have gotten married. You know, it's so funny. He said something funny about that in here. I'll just let y'all have to, to listen out for it. But um, yeah, so here we go. I hope y'all enjoy episode number 28, After the Rain with Frank. Get them. I'm thinking about the good old days Now quick they slip away But I'ma be fine, I'ma be fine, I'ma be alright Slide it up and let it roll Let it burn real slow Cause we all know it's gonna be alright Test, test, test. Yes. Uh, yeah. It could just be the headphones. A little bit of delay. That's all right. Yeah. It could be the headphones. Test. Or maybe you just have better ears than me, too. I'm sensitive. You're very sensitive. <laughs> ah, well, cool. Well, brother, I think our levels are pretty good. Say something. Yeah, I feel pretty good. That Sounds looks, good. It looks pretty good. It's pretty good. Plus, I also do a little, you know, compression and shit mm-hmm. once I mix and master it down. So, here we are, Frank. And for people who don't know, I'll do an intro so they'll know who you are at this point. But, uh, man, I guess the first thing that's really weird is how weird is it my son, a big old six-year-old, and we started jamming. He wasn't in existence. I wasn't married. 
That is not wow. even married. And it does not seem like it was that long ago at all. My heart feels like it was about a year and a half. I feel a year and a half to two years. That's a. It feels like a couple of years. Like the one day I saw you in Arbor Freight, and I was walking. Well, remember, I was with the kids, and I looked, and I saw your your arm tattoos, and I was like, "Hey guys, I know that guy over there, I'm the crazy see. looking man." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it hit me. I was like, "Well, we started practicing in that garage because yeah. remember our first practice was in the garage down the street." I I think I was living in it. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, it's like, man, time has passed. Uh, but what's really freaky is on this hard drive here, I have all the shows, really. And yeah, sometimes I'll come home at night and watch the shows, video, and, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, well. I think our best one that came out quality is uh, Tim and Terry's, which is dope because there is no more Tim and Terry's, and yeah. that show. Like the sound is good, like coming uh-huh. through the little microphone. They built a and nice stuff. room, man. Shout out to Tim Reynolds on that one. Yep, Tim and yes. Terry's Hornet. I think he'll be okay. Yeah, he'll be a friend. So, like, uh, man, so it's so weird and nostalgic, but you know, but it's it's just good to be here with your brother. Yeah, no doubt, and it's kind of funny, you know. Those of you who are musicians and and those who aren't get a kick out of this. It's like you spend a lot of time in a rehearsal and studio setting with somebody and we only spoke through music I'd say most of the time I don't think there was much deep connecting that happened outside of making music together which is a whole nother thing we can get into yeah but uh it's interesting to be here with you to actually sit down and talk for a long period and it be recorded yeah after spending years playing music with you and doing some of the deepest personal expression you know through an art form it's pretty wild yeah yeah so like how's it going man because it's like hot as fuck <laughs> and for people who don't know we do it in the garage so it's, it's probably about 90 and that's comfortable so hopefully oh, yeah. it'll stay chill but and and what i mean how are you doing the other cool thing i think about all of us is like since that time i think all of us are married now yeah, that's Me, true. You, Joe, Scott, and Dan. How about that? How about that? So, I, would we are we gonna make like husband music now? Is it gonna I be think so. I think I was the first one to take the plunge. You were. It was me, then Joe. That's when I knew the band was gonna fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, hey y'all, you see Courtney? This is the end. Dan's voice now. This is the end. And. Oh, oh, he's getting married. Uh, well, this, uh, start plant the reunion show. <laughs> hey, does his wife look like Yoko Ono? <laughs> is she trying to do her own project? <laughs> she ain't a musician, is she? <laughs> oh, oh, man. But it's funny how we all have grown. But then when I bump into you and I bump into Scott and I bump into Joe, it's like there's no time that has passed. Yeah. You know. That's the cool thing, man. You know, is, is we... What it, all right, here comes the, the weirdo musician. I'm really going to show this shirt now. Show the shirt, my brother. Show <laughs> my the shirt. crazy Paisley shirt. I feel through music you just connect with someone in a way that is to the core. And the core doesn't change, but the personality does. You know what I mean? I think your core belief system and your core communication system kind of stays the same throughout your life. 
and then it just gets flavored and colored by what you've been through in that life you know and i think through playing music we're really connecting at our core pretty much when we played the kind of music we did you know organic in the moment kind of stuff very and then that's the other thing i get from the videos too very in the moment very in the moment you know but i will say this man i love you guys it's like and then and that's the thing too it is like i did not get it until i experienced it you know but when you're really 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 like in the military or in a, a band which is two different kind of things but it's similar because you're seeing the the root of a person. Yeah. You know, and yourself because I was a bit of a dickhead at times, and I I mean I look what, back at some of the shit. Just overall, like you know, I, you know, just some of the shit I said here and there. I was like, ah, that was just mean as fucking. And that's so funny but, that you say that, man. Because I remember no, I remember nothing mean coming out of your mouth. Well, I guess I'm very critical on myself then, but. Like I was saying, the thing of it is, is when you're being around people and you're exposing yourself and you're self-analytical, yeah. then it allows you to grow, too. Because it's like, when, I'm, when we're with, I'm being me, this is me, I'm going to say, you know, it's boom, boom, boom. And then when you analyze that, it's like, well, damn, hmm, maybe I need to check myself. Yeah. And shit. I'm not, uh, I'm not good at memorizing who wrote the quotes, but I know a few. And one of my favorite one is, the world is a reflection of you. That's the truth. You know what I'm saying? That's the truth. And you know what's so funny? A guy at work the other day was telling me, oh, Courtney, if it keeps going like this, there's going to be another civil war or some kind of a race war. And I was like, I don't personally see that. Because A, I have an interracial family. And B, I don't see myself considering the people of European descent that I know my enemy because it's the fashionable thing to do. Like, that's not reality. And I don't think anybody thinks that's reality. So I'm like, how could you think that? It's like, yeah, like, because when I look at stuff, I'm like, there's been t- a lot of the people who have helped me get to where I'm at have been white people, quote unquote. So it's like, how, what I, you can't, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, and that's for you to say, have you never had any positive encounters with black people? You know, so I mean, like, what? I mean, I don't think that would ever happen. I think. The climate of our country is odd and being that we have the media and you can hear about stuff that happens everywhere immediately. But I'm trying to say this is a very big place, you know, just the United States. And, you know, I don't know, but I think the shit is getting hypercritical. (laughs) Excuse me, people. And uh, it's like they're starting to set up a pressure cooker, you know, within people. Now, one thing I think the good thing about social media is, is that people can vent yep. through social media. That is highly important, man. Without venting in the streets, quote unquote. Yeah. So you ever see the people? Oh, oh, why do people post this and why do people post that? I'm like, maybe it's better they post it than do it. Yeah, you know. Wow, that's very interesting, especially considering my uh, wife just made a post in support of a. Uh, certain side of a certain situation going on right now Word. and uh she caught some heat which being her husband and being as a uh, confrontational as i am just I, a little confrontational. i jumped in and, <laughs> and i said something you know these days my my confrontation's a little more gentle <laughs> you know what i'm saying and uh basically i just jumped in and said wow really 
why do you have to be mean? It's my my only like so so four words and about a hundred that he spit. Oh, and this you. whole time, you know, well, yeah, I'm, you know, just saying, yeah, I'm talking, I'm, be writing books. Yeah, I'm just vibing, but uh, you know, this whole time I had a hard time being extremely offended by the things that he said because. You know, it's just people in the way that they're thinking, and he's not doing this out on the street. You're right, he is venting there. I'm glad there's not a face-to-face confrontation that could end in physical conflict, you know, because now everybody got it out, and we don't even have to walk away because we're already away, and we can start thinking about what they had to say and not have to look, feel silly when we look like they might have been right. You know? You know. And something, just from the social media aspect, one second. Pause. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Deep South podcast. Uh, we missed a little bit there. You guys probably missed about ten or fifteen minutes because I hit the space bar instead of record. So where you left off, we we're talking about Facebook and stuff, and we kind of digress from that to war to this and that. But so you just have to catch back up. But long story short, you know, with this whole war, with this whole this and that shit, the question is, oh. And here's another thing, too. Have you noticed? We get to rewrite what we said. We get to rewrite what we said. So if any of the stuff that y'all missed was fucked up, you missed it. Newsflash. Just like all the history books you read in school, this will be rewritten. This will be rewritten. (laughs) To the victor go the spoils of history. So, like, I have noticed how they're not talking about all the immigration issues now. See, I started sweating. Bro, so that's when you know you're like an engineer. Everything I was like, oh, I'm not sweating. Yeah, you were cruising. I was like, I start. I didn't hit record. <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about the temperature and being real and using yeah. our animal bodies. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, we fight against nature and this and that. And I was like, look, we're sitting out here and we're not even sweating. And then, and then he, he realized the screen wasn't rolling and he started sweating. Oh, he's like, Did you, is it turned down really low? And I was like. Did I hit the space bar and not record? Poof, covered in sweat. Is what it is. But that's another part of being an animal. Because as you notice, as soon as I got nervous, my body produced a bunch of adrenaline. Poof, and it covered itself in water to get the heat out. Because it's like I'm getting ready to like fight or flight. Yeah. Because because it's all fight or flight that's the reptile brain man it just made me think about the smell of sweat and body odor so like you ever ever notice that your exercise sweat don't stink real bad you're just watery like yard work sweat and all that okay that's because you're not leasing, releasing endorphins. So then you get fear sweat. Like right now, you might stink because you <laughs> yeah. got worried. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Fear sweat, you're releasing uh, chemicals. You're releasing endorphins and adrenaline. And that's biological material. And it comes out in your sweat and actually decomposes on your body. And that's why you smell. Bars. And you know what's so funny that you say that? I have noticed in my life. Like I'm a person that sometimes I don't out, wear man. deodorant. I I was just getting made fun of, man. I haven't owned a bar of deodorant in I don't know how long. And you look right at my armpit on your couch. <laughs> uh, I, that's That doesn't matter. Um, but, so like, same thing. I cannot wear deodorant and I, you know, sweat, don't smell musky. Yeah. I can have on deodorant and get nervous. Uh-huh, and, and smell. With, and without sweating, I just yeah. like, Whoa. There's no stopping decomposition. And I never knew what that was, so that's what that is. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Fear sweat, man. You know, that's why uh, all your happy hippies, you find some that smell and some that don't. Hang out with the ones that don't. It's not just 
in your mind to think people are stinky and you don't want to be around them. There's a reason being stinky is a problem. Because a flower is technically stinky too, but you don't run away from it. True, because it's all just odor. It smells in a way that is good. <laughs> so it's telling you. Yeah. And I guess it's like that with taste too, because things that taste, yeah. you know, bad. things that are you poisonous. Probably, you probably shouldn't eat them. You probably shouldn't eat it if it tastes bad. In the natural setting, at least. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess that could go a lot of different ways, too. It could, man, depending on what you're talking about eating. Yeah, it could know? be fruit or a flower or the flower. <laughs> or some fungus. <laughs> or some fungus. <laughs> you, know? you know. Don't eat the fungus out of your exactly. bathtub, man. Watch that. Watch that. So we started talking about war, man. You know, you, you made a really cool comment. I love the, the pictures I got from it. You were like, uh, you watch cops in the 80s and 90s, which mm-hmm. I did. You know, I'm an 80s baby. Uh, they're using battering rams and big rifles and all that and they treated it like a war it was the war on drugs, the drug war and then you know you also made a point that back then they would chase these dudes for blocks over fences yeah, donut eating dude huffing and puffing <laughs> radio triangulating we're almost he's going north we're, you know, and then they tackle him and five guys jump on him, bam now it's like oh shit, he's grabbing his wallet yeah. Come on, man. You know, your dad back in the 80s was chasing people down. Yeah. And here's my thing. This is what I think has changed, and this is what I think is crazy. Okay? So, as we all know, my mom is a retired officer. So, I'm not against cops, because I don't want somebody to, when my mom was working, to go blow her brains out like they did in Dallas for no fucking reason. Man, you know, that's I ain't not against cool. nobody, dude. You know? So... My thing is, is, um, it's coming to me. Yeah, you'll get it. Because it was there. You'll get it. My thing is, is why is it that now, okay, here it is. A police officer is a public servant, right? Yes, sir. Which means they have accepted a job where they realize they may lose their life upholding the constitutional rights mm-hmm. of a citizen because that's what their job is to uphold the constitution of the nation and to uphold the constitution of the state right yeah like you know and you know me i'm a nerd i have it printed out you know the florida, oh, i'm sure you the do, florida brother. state statutes where they take their oath under and are bonded to so here's the thing if i'm an officer right it's my job to protect frank's constitutional rights mm-hmm. so if i get in the const and if i'm a firefighter yeah so if I'm a firefighter and you're in a burning building, I'm going to risk my life to save your life. You're getting paid for it. You may be a crack dealer. You may be an arm robber. You may be whatever. I'm going to go in and pull you out, and I may die in the process. Yeah. I accept that. As a cop, it's like I'm pulling you over for an out tag light. Okay, you got a long criminal history. Okay, whatever. You serve your time. Now, to me, I feel like the current police officers are more concerned with making it home than giving a person their constitutional rights. So yeah. it's like, I'm going to shoot you because I thought you were reaching for a gun because I want to go home to my family. But then the firefighter runs in and says, I know I'm going to get burned and I'm coming in there to save you. Yeah. It's like, yeah, take on that mentality. I feel you, man. Yeah. So my thing is, why can the firefighter risk death to uphold his oath, but the police officer's like, well, hey, and if you listen to him talk, that's their thing. You know, their thing is make it home. So if I didn't tell him to go in his pocket, he goes in his pocket, bam, I'm going to shoot him. 
But what if he has Tourette's? What if he's mentally handicapped? What if he thought you said get your wallet? You know, like, and when I get pulled over by police, I've never had a problem with police. If anything, I was talking shit to him when I was younger, but that was the 90s. Yeah. Um, I mean, every time I get pulled over, man, I'll say, you know, I am a white dude. I'm almost embarrassed to say it right now, <laughs> you know. But every time I get pulled over, I keep my hands on the steering wheel. I tell my wife, put your hands on the steering wheel, babe. She says, why? I said, please. <laughs> please do it. Because you never know. You keep your hands on that wheel. And even if he doesn't ask you to state every move you're making, you state every move you're making. I'm going to move my right hand off the steering wheel. And then you lift your hand off. I'm going to grab my wallet in my back right pocket. I'll lean my hip towards you so you can see. Then you open to grab your wallet. Two fingers, you know. Two I've fingers. always done that. You know what I mean? I mean, I've had times in my life where I was, you know, gunned down by ten cop cars on University Avenue. But <laughs> you know, maybe that instilled a little respect in me. But uh, yeah, that'll do it. You just gotta be vigilant in every move you make, man. You know, any sudden movement can be analyzed as something wrong. And if we are having this police brutality, I, I urge everybody to state every movement you're going to make with your body, even if it's lifting up your big toe and you're wearing a pair of sneakers, man. Yeah. You know, that way if things do happen, it's like it's everybody's taking video. It'll be obvious in video that you were very clear about everything you were doing. And that officer had every chance in the world to alter the way you did what you were doing. Yeah. And, you know, I think it has a lot to do because people also think like, they act like it's one police force for the whole United States. Nah. And it's like it's a million little municipalities. So like in Gainesville, I've never really felt like they've act crazy with me. I got pulled over the other night for a out. Saw that. Out, out. Yeah, you saw that. I posted about that. And uh, it was chill. I mean, the guy pulled me over. Had some loud on deck, you know, as yeah. always. Hey, what's up? Because I knew I wasn't speed. I never speed. I'm, I'm paranoid about that. And he was like, oh, you have out tag? <gasps> like, I was like, cool. Step out the vehicle. Cool. I step out the vehicle. Oh, do you have your license and stuff? Gave him my license. I was like, my insurance is in the car somewhere. So I went in there. And then I was like, it's in there. He was like, well, you have to get it. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to open the glove box. Okay, here it is. Boom, boom. Yeah. You know, keep your hands visible. Yeah. I mean, it's just basic shit, but I feel like... I feel like some people feel like that everybody doesn't get treated that way. And I think it's probably more older white people that may yeah. not have... that. They're like yuppie-looking people. Yeah. Because it's some motherfuckers as white as snow, and the police are going to be more worried about them than me. Yeah. If they catch, run up on some kids that like punk rock with... The big oh, plugs yeah, yeah. and 30,000 piercings. And well, I'll tell you one thing. Growing up, punk rock, man, they make the cats you worry about. <laughs> exactly. But, but they're going to be stereotyped uh, yeah, if you're not in that world. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like they're uh, a fringe group of people. Yeah. But when you get to know those people, it's like people are just people. some of the nicest, non-aggressive, non-threatening people ever. People. Just people. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying, stay vigilant about your movements, man. You know, let's uh, let's put more definition in this thing that's going on. You know, you know, I think that's a good place to start because that's what it looks. That's what they're looking at in the courtrooms is, was there a questionable period of time here? Yeah. Don't make a questionable period of time. You know. Don't make the shit clear. Yeah. So what's been popping off on the music tip, man? Man, you know, since we quit jamming together and all that, I gotta say, I was thinking this earlier. 
I played in a bunch of bands, man. Did a lot of traveling with musicians, played all over the place, played in different countries. This band that played locally in Gainesville, show in Bradenton, maybe Orlando? Uh, Orlando. Tampa? One, no, 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 no. Bradenton. I think we did one in Lake City. Okay. Yeah. But primarily Gainesville and yeah. surrounding areas. So being with this band was huge for me. It was massive. I don't know what it was. It's just the music, the growth, everything that happened. It's been great. And I took a lot of what I learned from playing with you guys into what I'm doing today to get back to your question. Uh, got a home studio. I've just been writing and recording at the house, you know. A multi-instrumentalist, drums, bass, and guitar, and some singing and some rapping, you know, so I just jump in and do it when it hits me. Nice. Yeah, recently I had one uh, pop out of me, man. I, I recorded it in four hours. Bass, drums, vocals, I just hit. You know, it's not the best song in the world, not the best recording, but it was about people just staying on drugs all the time and complaining about their life Okay, I'll and not making the choice. You know, people who don't want to work complain about not having any money. It just upset me, so I, I laid down a track about that. It's about a lot of things. It's also about uh, seeing people through many eyes and not just one set, you know. You could be living in a mansion or living in the streets. Whether or not you're trying is what makes the difference, you see. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. And that doesn't mean you're happy yeah. in the mansion. It doesn't mean you're miserable in the streets. Uh-uh. I mean, I know some people who are working homeless. They have jobs, but they're homeless. Oh, they love it. And, I mean, it's tough, but it's where they want to be. Everything's know? tough, man. Life is th just me working on those cars has been tough. Life is tough, man. But you know what I've always thought is, is that this whole life is just the furnace that's purifying and carving our little souls out. Yeah. You know, so the more fire, the better. Oh yeah. It hurts. Yeah. It's I can't weld without heat, man. Yeah, you can't weld without heat. Yeah. You know, so that's that's how I look at it, man. The adversity. That tobacco? Yeah. I'll take a little drag of that. So you saw I've been on the vaporizer. Yeah, it's better for your lungs. Mm. I actually have a vape pen, but I broke the the uh, the tank. Yeah, my uh, father-in-law, wonderful man, his name is John Reynolds. He works up at a, he's a professor at Georgia Tech. He worked here in Gainesville for a while at uh, University of Florida. But he looked through the chemicals in my vaporizer and Said as long as I'm not burning them over 700 degrees, I'm cool. You're 600 cool. degrees, yeah. He said basically like a drinking salad dressing. The well, actual process of vaping it? Well, no, I think uh, breathing hot oil into your lungs is a little different. But the chemicals used, you know what a vegetable glycerin was invented for? Uh, for what? It was back in the day. You got you had your salad dressing with oil and vinegar, mm -hmm. and they would always separate. They invented vegetable glycerin to keep the two from separating. Oh, it's like a homogenated oil? Yeah, that's all it is. Oh. And then what is the propylene? I have no idea. He's the chemist. <laughs> he just told me why they made that mixture. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Like, I'm not the chemist. I ain't the chemist, man. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's a lot better for you. So as you can see, I've just been kind of out here. I produced a couple beats um, and wrote a couple songs and did some rough recordings. But... Uh, you know, you, could you play it while we podcast? Uh, you figured that one out. I could play it. I don't know if they'll hear it in the podcast, but if we'll it comes hear. out your speakers, they should. Okay, yeah, they will. Yeah. I'll turn it up a little bit so it doesn't feed back. Yeah. 
but I will let you. Let me put this out. I hate when cigarettes just kind of smolder. Yeah. It's kind of like a cigarette incense. It's now there's supposed to, to be a, a 70s way. Movie. I'm That's supposed to have a plug-in to where I can plug Reason into Cubase, but uh, my my sound guy is not here. Hit up Dave Malosh, man. Dave Malosh? Yeah, he gets you figured out. Okay, because I, I need to get it to where it'll work, but it don't. So let's see here. Let's see if we can get this one to play without feeding back. Yeah. Can you hear it? Yeah, it's coming in clear. Okay. And I think they can hear it in the oh, headphones, yeah, too. Nice low frequency coming through. Would you like to hear what I got? Huh? Want to hear what I got to it? Yeah, lay it. Okay, this one is called For a Minute. Here it goes. Let's pause for a minute. It's ours for a minute. Meditate and look up at the stars for a minute. Uh. Up at Mars for a minute. Beyond for a minute. Send it out and let them respawn for a minute. Cause it's all time to chill and be real for a minute. Nowadays people will kill for a minute. They'll steal for a minute. They'll drill for a minute. Hey, I hate to see blood spill for a minute. But what can I do with this minute? I could become brand new in this minute All my dreams I could pursue in this minute Gotta be a winner, can't follow your crew in this minute They like who for a minute, wanna do for a minute The shit that make your soul black and blue for a minute I'm screaming in the world, be true for a minute And let your light shine right through for a minute Yeah man Look what I got, you know, a little yeah. something So, that's, that's nice. a little something, you know But I was working on stuff like that Little El Tracos And just, you know Trying to yeah, put it down. You really got me on the positive hip hop train when we met back in 0809, man. Yeah. You really did. You know, I listened to a, a lot of hip hop and, and rap and stuff from back in the day, but, uh, you know, never really got in on the positive hip hop movement until recently. Keith Wallace, man. Oh, so yes. much energy. I, you know, the thing I love about Keith Wallace is I wish Keith Wallace could blow up, but still just sit in cars and rap. <laughs> like, I don't want to see Keith Wallace on BET. I don't want to see Keith nah, Wallace man. in a video. I don't want any of that from, like, I would all, like. What are you afraid of, getting watered down? What, well, here's not what I'm afraid of. Here's what I would love to see. I would love to see, like, him find a way to just stay independent. Yeah. To where he changes, or someone like him could change the, the uh, mold. So where it's not record a song, you know, have it technically perfect in the studio, then do a technically perfect video or an yeah. okay video yeah. and release an album. Just like if you could do that and just put that on a way to where people could stream it and pay you so you did make money. You got to make money, you know, being yeah. an artist, but not to get caught up in the gears of the traditional system so more people could do it. Like I would love to hear tons of people just sitting up. The, my most favorite raps are people doing some shit and somebody called her on their phone it's an old yeah. guy i shared a video of oh, this the old dude guy thumping on the trunk you know, of the car uh what how the song go are you talking i'm gonna drink the... till i can't drink no more yeah smoke till i can't see no more i'm gonna go to the club i'm sure i throw money to my egg and so hey i love it what they say yeah that's it i got the verse here it go here it go here it go uh, they said I was too young to hang out So I went to the club and bought the ball eye I'm selling holes in this show, I'm about to show eye I'm keeping that cup full, legend that coming to they pass eye And some other shit Hey, but I'm like, oh dude, roll with that bitch 
<laughs> I'm like, oh, dude, destroy that bitch. Like and he played the no beat on the car, dude. Hey, hey, he killed it. So Kill like, it. my that and like that's one of my favorite songs. Another one is Dead Giveaway. The one they did with uh, Charles Ramsey. Uh uh-uh. Remember the girl was kidnapped, and then the black guy busted her eye, and then he did an interview, and it was like Dead Giveaway. <laughs> but it's like i like obscure stuff like that that's hip versus so-and-so's new album with a bunch oh, of studio man, tracks it's so much more rootsy and artsy yeah. man. like yeah. that's another guy i saw that was just like beating on his chest oh, and yeah. rapping and i was like man that's the kind of stuff so it inspires me man yeah. you know i look for inspiration to music and stuff like that makes me definitely be like <laughs> He kept it so simple. That's and it's it so is, dope. You know, it's so so dope. back to Keith Wallace, that's why I say I would love if Keith See, Wallace... Stay rapping in a car, man. Stay rapping in a car. Because yeah. he says the realest shit ever that I ever really heard sitting in those cars. Like, balls. Like, pure bars. I'm like, ugh. I mean... You know, and I guess he could uh, express his entrance to more and more uh, success by how much cooler the car is on the <laughs> cooler the car. now he's in a Maybach he's what's in a Bugatti what's he in <laughs> what's he in he's Damn. like the only thing I buy besides food for the homeless with my tour money is dope rides <laughs> I gotta get ride. around the country to perform yeah <laughs> <laughs> Ferraris and stuff so yeah so like but you know but on the positive route tilt I feel like they're just not promoting those artists and you think it those people would be blowing up given the uh climate of the country oh yeah the climate oh, cicadas yeah yeah um so because it's like the country seems very conscious right now oh yeah but the music is still pretty damn ignorant or at least commercial everyday yeah. hip-hop i mean the underground is booming canned man you know canned hip-hop you can tip hop, yeah. but you know, in reality, that's why I say I hope Keith Wallace stay underground because it's like, what can he do? What is the machine gonna try to get him to do? Man, because the shit to me, it can't get any better. You know, I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but sitting here right now, the first thing I could say, the my first way to make that actually happen is just say no. Just say no. You know, we got a million dollar contract, Keith. No. You know what I mean? Yep, we're good. Keep saying no. There's a good band uh, against me. Against me. Rock band. Yeah. And they're known everywhere. Right. They said no. They said no. They said they no. They said no. They have a video of them on tour. They got a a cameraman on him. The Tom DeLong and the and it's not Tom DeLong. That's a dude from that other band. Tom. His name's Tom something. I don't know. He cat. He's in the back seat of a taxi cab, sitting with the A and R rep from this big label. And he's like, I'm telling you, you got to do this contract. He says no. No, no, I'm not doing it. Not, not doing, doing it because they weren't about the cause. Man. And you know what? Those yeah. guys, those guys. When I went to Pennsylvania uh-huh. and I was hanging out with some of my wife's friends, punk yeah. rock is pretty big there. Oh yeah, pretty huge. Uh-huh. And they said, "Where are you guys from, Gainesville?" And the first thing they said against was, "Against me, dude." Against me and Hot Water Music, Less, Less than, Jake. than Jake. Recorded my first album with Darren Nerfer from Less Than Jake. Now, man. which is the band that has the person that turned into a woman? That's against me. That's against me, yeah. right? Okay, because I know yeah. I was listening to him, and it was like, yeah, and the lead singer is doing something a little different now because they used to be this person, and now they're this person, and I was confused. I was like, 
his flamboyance on stage, man, for some reason, for me, it was transparent. It was a relief for me to see him. Okay, make that you already transition. was. Used. I don't think everybody was keyed up on it, you know. But growing up, man, my grandmother had her face on a billboard in Jacksonville for gay rights from the '90s into the early 2000s. Really? Yeah, P flag. She was a held a high chair in P flag for some reason. But I saw a lot of cross dressers and gays and lesbians, man. It became a norm to me in my childhood. You know, love you, Dad. But my dad, I think, was a little bit homophobic. You know? <laughs> Be, being a 50-year-old man, you know, hitting 2016, 55, you know, it's, it just comes with the territory of that time. Yeah. You know, from his, his uh, upbringing. But it, it was always so clear and normal to me, man. You know, and I, I kind of picked up on that dude's, like, flamboyance on stage. I'm like, man, he's got something else going on. Yeah. Sure enough, I was like, all right, go, dude. You know, do what you want to yeah. do with your life, man. Don't be afraid of anybody. Keep that shit yeah. real. Yeah, be who you are, man. You be know, because that's my thing. Just just keep it real. Be up front. You know, because nowadays people ain't worried about shit. And people who are, are just like, I'm like, why are you worried about what other people is doing? Yeah. Let them do them. You do you. Yeah. And just, you know. But I think a lot of that, once again, comes with uh, religious upbringings. Mm-hmm. You know, or just cultural upbringings. Yeah. What your parents teach you is right and wrong. You know, what you hear. You know, versus I remember when I was little, my mom, for no reason, every now and then, would say, "Son, uh, you know, if you're gay, I'll still love you." Your so, mom and pop often say that. Yeah, she had a lot of gay friends though. Okay. Like my favoriteest person in the world was Auntie Timmy. Yeah. And I didn't find out Auntie Timmy was a boy until I was about four or five. <laughs> His I, name Timmy, man. Yeah, I Ch- just he didn't change it to Tammy. No, and here's the funny That's thing. That's a good one, man. <laughs> Timmy. Give me some props, Timmy. Timmy. <laughs> but the funny thing was, at that point, it never occurred to me. Like, I didn't even see gender yet. Yeah. You know, that's like my kids, they don't see race yet. But, like, I didn't see gender. I just assume Auntie Timmy, well, Auntie Timmy's a girl, so that's a girl, quote, right whatever up. that means. What's up, chick? Yeah, so I remember my sister was like, Auntie Timmy's a boy, and I was like, "You're lying, bitch!" You know, because you cuss when you're little. Yeah, yeah, because you're it's lying, cool, bitch. Man. And uh, she's like, "No, I saw Auntie Timmy's peeing, and and she was standing up because we're still saying she. Yeah, <laughs> like, she was standing up, and I was like, Mom, that's like straight you. out of Miss Doubtfire. Yeah, and uh, and uh, I was like, Mom, Keisha's out here lying on Auntie Timmy, and then uh, that's when they broke it to me. Nah. Oh, that's that heat. Yeah. So, uh, so my whole experience with uh, quote unquote people that cross dress transgender is my favoriteest person in the world was a homosexual man who was about six foot four, about two hundred pounds, and he would grab me by my ankles and spin me around. <laughs> oh man, you still got it? Want to take him there? Hey, I don't have my guitar. I don't need it. Open up our eyes, now we awake And I love that I'm living Every breath that I'm taking Is making me a better person I'm certain with death We be flirting, but ain't time For curtains to close Suppose that we could bloom like flowers And replenish our energy When Jaja bring the showers Not to be devoured By the mind state of a coward You only get one chance Before the milk sour Allow blessings to come and slowly you will see it's real Relax your mind And concentrate on the feel Lean 
release your very inner worries and just free your mind from those daily mind flurries man i'm picturing a paradise that i believe exists excuse me mr genie please grant this one wish forever with the beat and the melody don't stop cause me i find peace within my hip-hop say me i find peace within my hip-hop tell them me i find peace yeah, I find peace singing me. I find peace within my hip hop. I'm singing me. I find peace. Yeah, I find peace, Lord. Me, I find peace within my hip hop. Tell them me, I find peace. Yeah, I find peace. Preaching me, I find peace within my hip hop. Tell them me, I find peace. Listen, we gon' tell them like I'm blown away by the presence of your essence. It got me feeling like my whole soul learned a lesson On how to open up my vibrations to the earth These words have worth With them we give birth to a new idea A new way of thinking How to stand in front of the lights without blinking I take a deep breath and hold it in Till I can't no more Remember when my hands were sore from Trying to make ends meet, no battle in this creek. Trying to get out of a hole with the depth of 10 feet. Tempt me to take another way out of this mess. It seems like a test, but I know I've been blessed. Restless nights when I can't sleep right. Like I'm going off the white, staring at the moonlight. Tell them, sing me a song and please help it to stop. Cause me, I find peace within my hip hop. Me, I find peace within my hip hop. Singing me, I find peace. Yeah, I find peace. Singing me, I find peace within my hip hop. Tell me, I find peace. Yeah, yeah, I find peace. Singing me, I find peace within my punk rock. Tell me, I find peace. I find peace, tell them me I find peace within my punk rock Tell them it's hip hop, it's punk rock, we on top Close your eyes, close, meditation full mode Eyes closed, meditation full mode Strength, eyes closed Medication full mode Singing, eyes closed Medication Got him. And I'm just telling him like this. Listen. Open up your heart and your soul cause it's hard to be bold when you constantly told that you're nothing yet and still I feel like something I'm pouring up my poems over beats that's bumping I'm telling all my people that it's time to make a change someday Sunday some days bring rain but still we maintain we clutching to the truth they clutching on to dollars while they clutching on to you so what is one to do when i try to make it through i seen the moon cry and her face turn blue listen i sung a melody yeah
as the beat drop I hope she find peace within my hip-hop Say, me I find peace within my hip-hop Lord, me I find peace Yo, I find peace Sing it, me I find peace within my hip-hop We tell her, me I find peace I find peace, singing me I find peace within my hip hop. Telling me I find peace, yeah I find peace. Telling me I find peace within my hip hop. Tell them, I don't know what to tell them, man. The climate is crazy. I hope they can find peace. I hope they can find. That was fun. That was fun. That was very untuned guitar, man. That's the beautiful thing, though. You know, because we can just adjust our voices to the. We can we can get in tune with the guitar. Just playing. You know. Just playing. But that's that's. Let me hear something. Hear something. Let me hear some Frank. From me. Yeah. Man. Well, I wrote this one. uh, Just pulling stuff out, trying to think of something to write about. Really, uh, I know we were talking a little trash about pop music, but there's a thing to be said about pop. It correlates with certain ways that your emotions move and all that. Yeah. So, I was watching this guy talk about writing pop music. Um, basically, pop structure three minute, mm-hmm. 20 second songs, the way it changes, statistics over Billboard charts. So, this was my tune experimenting with some of the uh, ideas they had. Okay. So, that being said, it's not about anything too deep. I just thought, what are the three major events in life? You know, birth, life, and death. Let's write about those. <laughs> yeah, get that snap going. Give him the snap. Stereo snap. I was born by the ocean. Place I never called my own. I was warm, I was open, but I was love, yeah, I was light, I was hope. Say, I got to know where we go when time in the sun is. Change the life, yeah, were you just a face passing through? I had my mother-in-law in mind when I read this. Nice. In my life, well, I've been hopeful to see the changes of the seasons on and on. I've been down, I've been uplifted Said I've been wrong, yeah, I've been right Well, I've been around Said I got to know where we going When our time in the sun is through Did I do something right? Said did I change your life, yeah, were we just a face passing through? Is 
that's birth and life right there, right? Nice. I'll wrap you up with the last one. Take them all. When I die, <laughs> will you be lonely? Or be filled with all the time we've been through? Is it hell? Is it heaven? Yeah, just to pray for I want you Said I got to know So, you know, three minute, 20 second song, probably closer to four because I played it in slow-mo, but, yeah, it's pop. You know, and that's, that's the other thing, too. We we're talking about people with piercings or whatever, whatever. Now, a person that does not know you will look at you and probably not think something that beautiful is going to come out of that guy. I don't, don't say it's beautiful, man. You might confuse me. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Well, here's the thing. To me, it's beautiful. Yeah. But I like, I'm, I'm critical of my music writing, aren't man. Aren't we all? Yeah. Aren't we all? But if we, were, if we weren't, then we'd make shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the people who aren't critical are the people yeah, who make you shit. you settle for nothing, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's never good enough. It's never yeah. good enough. It's just, hi, might as well release it. Yeah, man. You know. Um, it's a shame we lost that 15 minutes to talk about war and countries and all that stuff, man. But we you hit, know we what? hit some pretty cool stuff. It was deep, but that was just the mix, man. That shit was meant to not be in it. You yeah, know? I don't. Maybe you would have stirred up too much trouble with your audience, man. Yeah, you know, but that's what it's all. I love, I love, like I was saying in that bit about Facebook and all of that shit, was is that when I post stuff, I don't like like the people getting shot and shit. I posted it, you know, because because when I when when the guy Alden Sterling got shot, I get off at midnight. Um, man, just because you know that, don't come with no bullshit, because y'all know I'm not home. I'm right but, down the street, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you but, just head to my so, house. So I'm up to like three o'clock in the morning every night, cause you know, chilling. Yeah, that's so, usually when you text me, and I'm like, bruh, different schedules, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm up, and I see a video that's just posted. Oh no! So I saw it fresh, and then I shared it, and then the next day, fucking shit was crazy. But I remember seeing it that night, um, and I was like, wow, that's crazy, but. The thing of it is, you know, when I share the stuff, I don't put, oh, look at this shit. It's time to do this or blah, 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 blah. I'll put something like, is this real? Like, sometimes I see some crazy shit and I'm like, is this real? Yeah, you've done, you, you definitely do your fact check. Yeah, like, real or fake? Or, yeah, yeah. But my thing is, is I don't really try to too much go in and argue and, you know, go too hard. But it lets you know it's revealing about a lot of people well, of what they do say. How they feel, who they are. How they are. feel. Yeah. And I'm just like, like I, I had unfriended, I unfriended a motherfucker at work. And then I felt bad about it. But then I was just like, you know. I have a massive confusion about myself, man. I'll tell you that I really do, you know. Uh, I just believe in so many different things. And there's so many different things I have interest in. It. You know, I build hot rods, you know. I build old school street rods and big old gas guzzling V8s, man. And 
the same time, I'm concerned with the environment. I'm psyched on <laughs> fuel efficiency. You know what I mean? So it's really, it's tough for me. The whole gun thing. Man, I got guns. I love guns. You know? Me too. I was you telling my wife. Chopper my gun, in my eyes, in my imagination, speaking as an artist, it would match the best and go the best inside of my toolbox. You know, my big giant toolbox at work. I feel like that thing would look right sitting in there. It's a tool. You know? It is a tool. You know, and you don't have to use it that often. And it's not... People, I think, the people who are really, really, really... Again, can you push that door Yeah, back I was open? just about to. Uh, I didn't want to interrupt you getting in your point, man. Oh, no problem, man. This is this is the real deal. The yeah. beautiful thing about my podcast is I want the people to feel like they're just here chilling. It's not sterile. Well, know? now you're going to make them feel weird. Because they were already starting to feel that way. They're and they're going to be like, so was he fooling me? Hit the bong, people. Um, is, is he putting, is he putting <laughs> ideas in my head is that I'm putting, supposed to... Where are they at? <laughs> um, but the thing of it is, is that um, I lost where I was going. I'll get it back in just a second. But, you know, the thing of Guns. It is, guns. Tools. The thing of, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The thing of it is, it's like, I think when people live in heavily populated cities... Where they feel like the like the police are doing a great job of covering the threats, mm-hmm. which I feel like in Gainesville, I don't feel threat. I, I don't. Feel I have a concealed weapons permit, and I don't mm-hmm. conceal my weapon. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't feel a need to. Yeah. I have the permit in case I do feel a need to. Yeah. But you know, I can say that I'm not afraid to have an encounter with the police right now as a six foot two, two hundred and ten pound black male with dreads. Not afraid. You don't scare me, man. I only weigh 150. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're but you know what I'm saying? If you want to stereotype, if you want to, I know. To, I'm, I'm running away from the stereotype yeah. with that yeah. joke. You know? But both of us yeah. are stereotypes yeah. at first glance. Oh, you know? tattoos we're, we're both and both counterculture wheels. People. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, you look like, um, and no offense, because I know man, you're not. you ain't going to offend me. But a hipster. Um, Do I really? No. But the thing is, the car. You know, because you know, like hipsters or the stereotypical. Well, here's a great example. You know, the, I don't know a lot about hipster culture. Neither so, do I. Is that? I but, know the flavor but of the, it from but the stereotype. Yeah, yeah. Of a hipster is a person who likes to do stuff yeah, vintage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, and you're and the it very vintage me so guy. Much, man, you know, so you get lumped in with them because you're vintage, right? I ain't a dude that could afford one of them cars, you know, so it always <laughs> bothers me when I'm rolling, showing my craftsmanship, and some and dude's like, like some rich kid who, bought, who bought him that? I'm like, man, you ain't, look at my hands, you know, <laughs> feel and that yeah, guy. Like, they don't realize that you're nah. just the genuine article. I built it. That the hipsters <laughs> want to be like. <laughs> Like you're not trying nah, to be anything. Man, it's like, not that. I don't think. I don't think any hipster wants to be like me. They'd be confused. <laughs> I'll put it this way: from the outside looking in, if a person didn't know oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, totally you're a very hip kid. guy. Yeah, hipster kid. I feel you. I mean, you're very hip. Yeah. Um, but I've said that to certain people, and they take offense. And I'm like, I'm not trying to say you're a poser. I'm just saying no, you okay, look man. cool. Now the the question is. is do you live with your parents and drive a Mercedes and then you just come out and do this on the weekends? This is making me think about something way deeper than fashion. Yeah. It's, or, it's because I know, like, with you, like you said, when we was in the band, you lived in our jam spot. Basically, yeah. It was real. So, like, when those people say starving artists, 
Like, yeah. Speak, hey, man, you got a hot dog? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, actually, I have a whole pack in there. <laughs> no, I ate before. I got married, man. I'm not hungry anymore. I feel My you. wife taught me how to save money and buy food. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice. Nice. So, babe, I need guitar strings. Get them next week. All right. <laughs> Try to tell you. But, you know, like I was just saying, I don't, I don't fear the police. You know, yeah. I fear... An ignorant police officer. Of course. But norm, but I don't encounter those people. Yeah. I've been lucky enough not to encounter those people. Yeah, I'm so. just, I have so many varying views on everything, you know. I've seen a lot of, I see, okay, man. An assault rifle's just a hunting rifle that looks different. Pretty much. When you boil it down. Okay, so I've seen a lot of, I'm just going to say rifles in my life. Okay. You know, I've shot many of them. As a matter of fact, I was emptying out a couple cases of ammo and a three fifty seven Magnum last weekend. You know, I enjoy firearms. I think they're fun, but I don't think that they need to be out at certain times, you know. Yeah. For instance, you know, me and my wife have had a lot of heated discussions about our views. You know, we our views differ slightly. Okay. That's what makes a marriage interesting. Yeah. You know, but... uh I told her, like, I'm not worried about him. Yesterday, we're on the Rainbow River. Okay. Uh, near around here in Gainesville. The, the most beautiful body of water I've ever seen in, in North Florida. And you can take your boat up it. And we're in this little boat we got. And we're cruising. And we're with a friend of ours, Jason Hedges, who plays in Heavy Petty, uh, Tom Petty cover band. He's okay. also just released his first solo album, uh, Hedges. Jason Hedges. Fine. Nice. You'll find it. Check it out. But, uh... There's this these two dudes in a boat. In my experience, they look like heavy metal dudes. One one of them's got like a shaved head. The other dude who's driving the boat's obviously the dominant figure in the in the two. Long black hair, <laughs> hat on with some black shades, driving his boat. You know, wearing a, a, a 45 on his hip. Nice. You know, that's fine. We're on the river. You put your 45 on. You know, maybe they were scoping out land like he was we, open carrying yeah can you open carry on water i don't know i don't think so but okay. he was that's okay. not my that's not my focus okay. welcome to the south but his partner kept loading and unloading a big black rifle inside of the bow of the boat and came cruising by us and we're cruising at low speeds because we're just chilling straight chilling and he gave us these big eyes courtney and showed us his teeth and he's like smiling real weird you know and we're like, okay, that's weird. And the girls up in the front of the boat are like, yeah, that's weird. Jason Hedges is losing it. He's, he's crawling over me into the back of the boat. I said, you know, water's right there, bud. Two feet of water, the bullet can't penetrate you. It'll stop. You know, <laughs> said, hop in if you're worried. And there's a big restaurant open on the river right next to us. And we're like, oh, you know, this is weird. Dude's just, and then they get to the boat ramp, and this guy is flipping his gun and flashing it and, uh, and, and cocking it and clearing the chamber and like, like he just knows this weapon and he's peacocking to everybody showing it but it was weird man really weird that okay. is not the time to pull your gun out this guy had I didn't agree with what he was doing okay although there was a firearm in my car you know so yeah keep your firearm with you I'm, I agree with that but there's a time to pull them out and there's a time not to you know and if you feel like shooting up a club full of people just go tell somebody that because the amount of time that you're going to do in jail is going to be a lot less for admitting that you had those thoughts than if you actually do it. Yeah. You know? That's the truth. And I'll come talk to you. If you got a gun and you're thinking about shooting up a club, I'm not afraid to come talk to you. Hit them on Facebook. I'll come talk to you any day of the week, man. And if I can't give you the right answers, I might know some people who can. Amen. You know? and, now, and just let's dig into that story because I saw that story. You told it. Oh, very it was well. just yesterday, partner. Oh, okay. Well, that's why I so. It so was here's insane, my question, man. 
So a couple of factors there. One, we're in the South, so we're used to seeing guns. And this was some backcountry river. It, we drove for an hour, and the only city that we saw probably had two restaurants in it. Which is a lot yeah. for those little places. Yeah. So my thing is, is let's say that was an Arab guy in New York City doing that. It would be a big deal. Yeah, you know. But so you have to take into environment, content, all that stuff. But my whole thing is, is what if he makes a mistake and somebody loses their life because he's peacocking? You know, it, to some people, a gun is a tool. Like I feel like to most to most responsible gun owners, that's what it is, and that's mm -hmm. why I think a lot of NRA people are not about taking guns. That's like telling a mechanic you can't use a wrench; you got to use a air. A pneumatic wrench and not a hand wrench or yeah, something. It's yeah. like, well, you're just taking one more tool away from me. Yeah. You know, we do understand that there is an issue. There is definitely a gun issue. Getting their hands on I was rifles. Watching, I was watching some stuff in, about Australia. I mean, to interrupt you, man. Yeah, but no I guns. feel like I could add to it. That's not true, Courtney. Can you get special permits? Courtney, everybody has a rifle in Australia, bruh. Is it no handguns? People, I don't know if they have handguns. I, I'm not sure on that. But a lot of people have them in Australia, bro. Because I know thing they about have Australia, a type of band. The thing about Australia's man, is everybody's got a rifle. You have to keep it in a certain type of locked box, and you're only allowed so much ammunition per year. And all What's, your ammo and everything has to be in your box, and then the police come around quarterly, yearly, I don't know how often, but pretty often, and they... And they pay you a visit and you know officer joey he's like, hey joey you coming over to check this, the safe and all that and they come and they look through your house they look through your closets they look everywhere you would put ammo and as long as you only have x amount of ammo and x amount of guns with the same number on it same gun that they saw last year you're okay and now everybody's held accountable but when everybody has superior firepower and nobody's holding them accountable i feel like there's an issue because we are animals okay and this is what a nra member and a constitutionalist is going to say just to give both sides of the Everybody's argument. Everybody's going to say something. I'm not trying gonna, to argue. They're going to say, or the, the counter look would be that in America, they would feel that that's a violation of their Second Amendment rights. And they yeah. would feel like it takes away from their freedom. I'm because, well aware of that. Because the concept deals is that... The government can't overthrow the people. So they allow yeah. the people to be armed. And I'm well aware of that too. But I like, think that's the reason for the assault rifle is because, like, if I need to nut up against you, although you have atom bombs and shit, you know, if just the local government wants to act up, you know, we I, may need to stand up. I agree, Courtney. And that's why I was saying earlier in the cast that, like, I have such varied views on everything and it makes it extremely difficult for me you know, to talk to anybody you know or uh, side with anybody because I'm on both sides of the fence with everything. I'm a white dude, but I'm a little bit of a ghetto white dude. You know what I mean? Just a little bit. It, just I a little you. bit. You know? <laughs> just a and, like, <laughs> and I feel like I understand the concept of hip hop. I understand hearing the police sirens and your ass tightens up. You know what I'm saying? I understand the culture and, and the unfortunate thing that we live in being in this uh, social class of society. You know, I'm not saying that we're doing terribly because we're doing well. But, I mean, if you're not a, a million dollar a week man, then you ain't nothing. True. You know, I get it. I no. get separation. I get wanting a gun. I get wanting to get rid of guns. I understand uh, black lives matter. I understand that all lives matter. I understand it all, man. And it's just tough. It's everybody has an opinion and you got to love them through all of it. You know, 
Well, if you're then you nobody get, is getting shot either. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like you said at the beginning of the cast. They want us in one box, red or blue, Democrat yeah. or Republican. But guess what? I'm a physical conservative and a social liberal, meaning I'm very or I try to be very responsible with my money. Yeah, you know, so physically or how physically because it's not physical, Whatever. it's physically. Yeah. I'm all about, you know, checks and balances. Let's not drive the country into debt. Let's not drive myself into debt. Yeah, no you know, Let's not drive my family into debt. So I'm all about being conservative when it comes to finances and business. But when it comes to social issues, I'm a, a super liberal. You know, like if you want to do this, like I told you, I grew up with a woman telling me like once a year it's okay to be gay. Yeah. And I used to, and I remember thinking... Why am I gay? Is she Does saying she that think I'm gay? World's a reflection of you, man. And then so I'm like, asking. she named me Courtney. And then, you know, and then it's like, she keeps just saying, I'm like, and then I'm like, am I feminine or something? I like cooking shows. Yeah. Why does this woman keep telling me it's okay to be gay? I'm not gay. She's like, okay. But, you know, but at any rate, so I'm all about the social liberalism. Hey, mom, this is my female girlfriend who I am sexually attracted to, actually, even right now. So why don't you go to the store? <laughs> you know? So it's like, socially, I'm like, why do you care what other people do? It's like, just let them be them. Right you know, like I said, I grew up around Auntie Timmy, Auntie Ricky, Rainbow. Yeah. None of those dudes ever tried to touch me. And they watched me plenty of times. Yeah. So, you know, that shit is debunked. People that think police are bad. My mom and my auntie and my uncles are police officers. And my brother-in-law is a police officer. In I got some in-laws that are officers so, out in California, man. So, I think what it is, is, is they're trying to divide us in, in emotional... And points of emotion will hop on the side, mm -hmm. but it's like, even in that, we don't fully believe that, you know, because I don't feel like every police is hunting down black people nah, or hunting man. down white people or hunting down anybody. I think I there's just either, shit that's happening in situations and we got to take a good look at it. But even in that aspect, you know. Today, you know, when I walked around Gainesville and handled my car business, I'm still smiling at everybody. Mm -hmm. And the important part is, I'm getting smiles back. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so it's like, I, you know, it's a guy at work, and the sky's always falling. And we did a podcast with him. But I'm like, bro, it just because these things are happening in the country and the world, until it hits Gainesville, all you can do is just be aware, prepare and be happy as fuck and enjoy yeah. your life spread that and happiness man when it's time if it's ever time nut up i had this dream man about this thing i was doing i can't remember what i called it in my dream but there was like a hashtag that everybody could use and it was something about just being happy and not caring and it was uh people dancing I, man i wish could wish i could remember the hashtag but they would hold it up on a sign and it was a big fad that got started and people all over the world would be doing it you know, like, and the rule was that even if some crazy dude came out and shot somebody in your group, everybody had to keep smiling and dancing. <laughs> wow. You know, and it was all—it was a dream, but it okay. was all about deterring violence and anger and hatred and any kind of messed up thing that you'd have in your mind that make you want to go do something mean and smiling in the face of it and weirding them out. You know, and it was like working in my dream, and it, it kind of bleeds into some reality too. It's like. You're saying just smile, be happy, man. Smile in the face of it because, you know, you can't control what's going to happen and it's all up to you to it's be all happy. Up to you. Spread positivity. 
Because, yeah. you know, the universe is just what's coming into our holes. Yeah. Our eyes, our ears, our mouth, our nose. Yeah. That's what the universe is. It doesn't even look like that out there. That's what, that you know, when I was in the band, I got real esoterical and deep and creative and weird and shit. But yeah. the, the, one of the things I pulled out of my wormhole was is that we don't even know what shit looks like. Because if you're colorblind, red and green look brown. So everything looks different. Yeah. If you're blind, you can only imagine what shit looks like. So you don't see it. You can feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like the universe is really just the way that our brains process light waves, touch waves, mm-hmm. the waves. Because it's all wave vibrations, the odors. Yeah. It's just processing. So who knows what's really going on? It's just how we choose to process it. Mm-hmm. That's the, but that's what we have the choice and in. you can choose the You can choose it. how you process it. Choose wisely, my friends. You know, because cheese and feet smell the same. They really but one are. makes you want to eat. <laughs> one makes Which you want to put it in your eat? <laughs> Feet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, uh, you, you know. can't smell my feet, can you? No. I walked into the podcast with some nice shoes on, and now I'm barefoot. Yeah, it's hot. Switching up the program, yeah. man. Well, you got to vent, and that's the yeah, best yeah, place yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're at about the time where Nikki has to go grocery shopping before that's the, the end of the podcast. That's it, and we still got an hour in, even though we lost a little bit of time. Yeah, right on. So next time, hopefully, because Joe said he wanted to do it at his house, so we could. Because I have a little. You ever seen those Zoom H2Ns? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I have one of those somewhere, yeah. and I was just gonna bring it and like sit it on the table oh, and yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah. And then bring it back and process. Let's it. do it, man. I'm totally in. And, uh, and also, if anybody has a place, you know. A, a, way to bring stuff for a place to record we can do them anywhere i got it in my house man. boom yeah. and then i told you my idea was to do more like this where people bring in instruments and we talk Drop and play and, yeah, and, yeah. Just, and vibe and shit so it is the end is there anything you'd like to tell the people people you want to plug peace to the world man keep smiling smile peace. smile smile amen so with my man frank we thank you for coming and i think this is where we hit the music peace I got faded tattoos, I got holes in my shoes, got a beat up guitar, and I can sure sing the blues, and it's hard every day, but I'm still gonna play, got one love in this life, no one can take that away, y'all it was a good one uh big 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 shout out to my man frank for coming through you know like i said i'd enjoy this company i enjoyed his point of view and i enjoy his opinions because i'm gonna tell you that young man is hyper talented and he's just a really good person you know he has a ginormous heart so i appreciate him coming through and like we said at the end there y'all brace yourselves because we finna get this whole jam cast thing going where you know we're just gonna try and experiment and stuff but if you like what you heard and you want to hear more check us out at www.tellmethetruth-podcast.com 
podcast dash pod. Let's do it all over. www.tellmethetruth-podcast.com where you can get in touch with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, everything else. What the fucking who gives a fuck? And all that good stuff. So it's Friday night. I just got off work. I felt like putting in some more work. Um, man, I'm going to tell you this shit here. If you can't tell the truth, don't talk about it. Fade it, open up our eyes, now we awake And I love that I'm living every breath that I'm taking Is making me a better person, I'm certain With death we be flirting, but ain't time for curtains to close Suppose that we could bloom like flowers And replenish our energy when Jaja bring the showers Not to be devoured by the mind state of a coward You only get one chance before the milk sour Allow blessings to come and slowly you will see it's real Relax your mind And concentrate on the feel Lean, release Your very inner worries And just free your mind From those daily mind flurries Man, I'm picturing a paradise That I believe exists Excuse me, Mr. Genie Please grant this one wish Forever with the beat and the melody Don't stop Cause me, I find peace within my hip hop Sing. Me, I find peace within my hip hop. Tell them me, I find peace. Yeah, I find peace. Singing me, I find peace within my hip hop. I'm singing me, I find peace. Yeah, I find peace. Lord, me, I find peace within my hip hop. Tell them me, I find peace. Yeah, I find peace. Preaching me, I find peace within my hip hop. Tell them me, I find peace. Listen, we gon' tell them like I'm blown away by the presence of your essence It got me feeling like my whole soul learned a lesson On how to open up my vibrations to the earth These words have worth With them we give birth to a new idea A new way of thinking How to stand in front of the lights without blinking I take a deep breath and hold let in till I can't no more Remember when my hands were sore From trying to make ends meet No battle in this creek Trying to get out of a hole with the depth of 10 feet Tempt me to take another way out of this mess It seems like a test But I know I've been blessed Restless nights when I can't sleep right Like I'm going off the wall Staring at the moonlight Tell them, sing me a song And please help it to stop Cause me, I find peace within my hip-hop Me, I find peace within my hip-hop Singing me, I find peace Yeah, I find peace Singing me, I find peace within my hip-hop Tell them, me, I find peace Yeah, yeah, I find peace Singing me, I find peace within my punk rock Tell them, me, I find peace Say, I find peace, tell them me I find peace within my punk rock Tell them it's hip hop, it's punk rock, we on top Close your eyes, close 
Meditation full mode, eyes closed. Meditation full mode, strength, eyes closed. Meditation full growth, eyes closed. Meditation. Got him. And I'm just telling them like this. Listen. Open up your heart and your soul. Cause it's hard to be bold when you constantly told that you're nothing. Yet and still I feel like something. I'm pulling out my poems over beats that's bumping. I'm telling all my people that it's time to make a change. Someday Sunday. Some days bring rain, but still we maintain. We clutching to the truth. They clutching on to dollars while they clutching on to you. So what is one to do when I try to make it through? I seen the moon cry and her face turn blue. Listen, I sung a melody as the beat drop. I hope she find peace within my hip hop. Say me, I find peace within my hip hop. Lord, me, I find peace. Yo, I find peace. Sing it, me, I find peace within my hip hop. We tell her, me, I find peace. Yeah, I find peace. Sing it, me, I find peace within my hip hop. Tell her, me, I find peace. Yeah, I find peace, go on me, I find peace within my hip-hop Tell them, I don't know what to tell them, man, the climate is crazy, I hope they can find peace